inside my head. Welcome, golden gods and goddesses, to Rumham and Wild Cards. My name is Brayden, and you're listening to the Ultimate It's Always Sunny in Philadelphia podcast. Joining me here at the table today, I got Donnie joining me as always. What's up, everybody? And we got our anonymous co-host, The Dish of the Day. What's The Dish of the Day today? Baked yams, but you can just call me Mr. Yams. Sure thing, Mr. Yams. Can I call you Yams for short? No, only uh, my father calls me that. Ah. Uh, and I hate my father. <laughs> uh, if you're just joining us, like I said, this is the Ultimate It's Always Sunny in Philadelphia podcast. The three of us, uh, normally four of us, uh, are going episode by episode, ranking every episode of It's Always Sunny in Philadelphia. We're talking about the best and the worst of the gang's adventures, but that is not what we're here for today. We're here today tier ranking the side characters of Tilly Sunny in Philadelphia. Today's just kind of a fun little side episode while we're gearing up for season two. We got uh, 20-something side characters listed out here. We're going to go ahead and rank them A, B, C, D, or the Golden God tier reserved for the best of the best. But uh, we'll get to that in a second. If this is your first time joining us, head on over to Twitter and Instagram and follow us at Always Sunny Pod. We also have a subreddit where you can find more discussion about It's Always Sunny in Philadelphia, as well as the list of lists where we have ranked all season one episodes so far. Head on over to our Always Sunny Pod, Twitter and Instagram at Always Sunny Pod. Go back and listen to our season one reviews. We got them on Spotify and Google podcast just search rumham and wild cards in your favorite podcasting app and you can find us and listen to us mr yams wants to know how we are what if there's a disagreement in what tier we think characters go in? will we will we put it to a vote uh, i would say fight to the death fight to the death yeah i was thinking a fight to the death scenario okay can we capture all of that on po- on a podcast or i knew we should have been a video podcast i knew it well, it's going to be hard to explain to the government how you guys have a talking yam, so. A talking can of yams talking. like Wet Hot American Summer? Exactly. Uh, speaking of Wet Hot American Summer, this summer in July, season two, we got coming out. We are in the process of moving our studio and moving our hosting. So we're going to have three new episodes in July to kick off season two. So stay tuned. Be sure you're subscribed on Apple Podcasts, Google Podcasts. Be sure to leave a five-star review on Apple Podcasts and be sure to subscribe on Spotify. Season two, coming in July. Like I said, we're not really reviewing an episode today. Mr. Yams, Donnie, and myself are here tier ranking the side characters of Sonny. So let's get to it. Like I said, I got a little over 20 people lined up here. The 20 or so main side characters of It's Always Sunny in Philadelphia. I do have some exceptions. Uh, I didn't include Fatty Magoo, Duncan Under the Bridge, uh, Brad Fisher, the, the guy who dated Dean the Waitress. I didn't include Roxy the Hooker. I didn't include Corman, who reviews the bar, or uh, Ruby, who hits on Charlie. Basically, if they were only in one episode, uh, I didn't really include them, with some exceptions. Lil Kev's an exception. I'll, I'll spoil that right now. Okay. Let's start out first. Season one, we talked about him. Huang the Landlord, our first side character that we meet. C. Change my mind. You going for C? He's always asking for rent, and in my experience, uh, I don't like people that do that, so I'm going to go ahead and throw him in the D category. Do you know any other episodes he's in that you can list off the top? I guess with Frank, right, where he's like that bastard. Huang. Yeah, yeah him, and, him and Frank are, duke it out. I mean... 
Huang's one of the few characters that we see die on screen Oof. in a day of a day in Frank's life. Yeah, that's pretty disturbing. I don't know. So maybe maybe C. You thinking of C? Yeah, I'm, I'm gonna agree with an, uh, a C. Yeah. All right, Huang the landlord is in the C category. Like I said, we got A, B, C, D, and the Golden God category. This is kind of cool. This little animation thing you got going on. Can we like record this and post this for everybody to see as we do this? I'll, I'll send the final. I'll post the final on okay. our Twitter and our Instagram. Okay. So okay. be sure to follow us at Always Sunny Pod to check out the final. Uh, Pop Pop, also from season one, the Nazi. I would give him a D because he's not really involved a lot, but they do talk about him a lot. Like he's referenced a lot. We see old videos of him. I, I was torn on whether or not I was going to include him, but like you said, the old video of him, I figure that builds his character yeah. a little bit. And uh, somehow him being in the vegetative state, the next time we see him just is more same, character. <laughs> yeah, the like, same vegetative state. You is know, this, Jews. Is this soup any good? <laughs> <laughs> um. So what are you thinking? D, because he's a Nazi? I was about to say, I don't think my moral compass is going to allow me to give him anything higher than a D. Fuck that guy. He's a Nazi. He was, he was a good character, but he's a, yeah, he's a Nazi. Great character, but Nazis don't get anything above a D here on this podcast. What about my personal favorite? I'm going to show some bias here. Golden God level, it's Artemis. What do you think, guys? I think she's hilarious, and I think she fits well with them as a, as a whole. And she loves to cross the line just as much as any of them. She's definitely not narcissistic. She's not. She's just ruthless and she gross. Has a, she has a bleached asshole. <clears throat> That's she another thing. My asshole. favorite quotes from this show all come from Artemis. I'm incredibly high on mescaline. Mm. Yeah, she's not one of my favorite characters, but I'm, I'm giving her an A. Yeah, I'd probably give her an A, too. All right. I'll, I'll be outnumbered here. We'll save the Golden God tier for, for someone. All right. Artemis goes to A. Which brings us to Bonnie Kelly, Mrs. Kelly. What do you guys think? Because I I have a love-hating relationship (laughs) with Charlie's mom's character. Because your mom was also a prostitute but didn't tell you about it? Oh, yeah. I relate really heavily with the story arc. Okay. That's that's what I was talking about. (laughs) Just making sure. (laughs) Mr. Yams. Just making sure. No, uh, I just, I don't like her character sometimes just because I feel like... The humor that she's trying to portray can kind of get in the way of storytelling. But I mean, if we're not nitpicking, I guess I'd give her like a B or something. She cares about Charlie. B sounds about right for the funny moments because there are some funny moments I can think about with her, especially um, in the Christmas special when they like go back and she's like having all those Santa Clauses. Mm. She like tells the Johns to dress up as Santa Claus to like not confuse her kid. And I think that's fucking hilarious. So, I mean, I'd probably give it I'd go A or B. I just I just love that they portray her as kind of like not over controlling, but like the over worried, paranoid mom. Not that my mom was ever that drastic, but the whole like, oh, I have to flick the light switches. Otherwise, Charlie might die. (laughs) And if he doesn't answer his phone right away, like he probably died. Like the fact that she just overreacts right away. There's there's OCD and then there's helicopter parenting and then there's Bonnie Kelly and then there's Bonnie Kelly. Yeah, so, so what, what did you guys what did you guys go with? I'm a thinking, or B? I'm thinking B. I was thinking more of a B if we could agree with that. B for my Bonnie lies over the ocean. Ah, <laughs> <laughs> oh, copyright infringement. <laughs> that's all we can afford. <laughs> that's probably that song's probably in the public. The slightly domain. mimic whistle. That, prob- that song's probably from like fucking the 1340s. I think it's in the public domain. <laughs> 
Disney owns it, if you could believe that, actually. <laughs> they own that. They own My Body Lies Over the Ocean. You can uh, get it now on Disney+. Plus. So, Denison D's real dad, Bruce Mathis. Quote, unquote, real dad. Um, so, for Bruce Mathis, uh, I think he's a good foil. Like, there are these foil characters that they have who are just, the lawyer is one of them, which is why this reminded me of it, who are just, like, totally normal individuals who are somehow, in some way, caught up in this fucking absolute nonsense that is this television show. It puts the main characters into perspective. Yeah. So, he's not, I don't think he's that funny on his own. That's what I'm saying. Character-wise, I want to give him, like, a D, but as a necessity of the show. I I was about to point that out. Yeah, I don't think he really is that funny or whatever, but he does play his role, so I think... Probably like a C. Like Huang. Huang. C. Huang. Yeah, straight up C. I mean, Huang's not average. less of a foil, but yeah, he's average, I guess. All right. Well, while we're on the subject, since I forgot him, can we, can we talk about the lawyer? The lawyer. I almost, I almost want to throw the Jew lawyer in our first Golden God. I would I would throw the Jew I, lawyer in first I'd Golden God, I'd throw him in too. Golden God ta- category. He has yeah. me dying in every situation <laughs> he's a part of. The lawyer is the first to go into... Our golden god category. His grandmother's last name was Abramovich. Yeah, not just because he's a Jewish man, <laughs> but because he's legitimately funny in the show. Not showing bias, I promise. Mm. Up next, it is Carmen. The... I, 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 for those of you who are unaware, <laughs> Carmen is a transgender character in the show and uh, shows up a few times. She shows up in the first season and then in the third and fourth season, I believe, they have some story arcs with Carmen. And it's not me saying it. They call her the tranny. Yes. Referred to as the tranny. I think Carmen is a very good character because they allow the gang to talk about trans individuals. If there wasn't a transgender person on the show, granted, I don't know whether or not this actor is actually, but if there wasn't this character, I don't think they'd be able to touch the subject. It's like the very first episode, the gang gets racist. If there were no black people in that episode, the point would have been so far lost. Yeah, especially with the fact that Mac actually dates her and tries to get with her, and mm-hmm. it's not like just this side character that's not involved with them ever, and they just start talking about her. Like, she's actually involved in their lives, so, like, they kind of give their input from that perspective. And I might be misremembering it, but the, the jokes with Carmen aren't super tasteless, if I remember correctly. Like, no, not at all. I don't know. Maybe we're gonna maybe we're gonna be eating those words in a couple seasons when we finally get to that story arc. So what do we give Carmen? I'm thinking a I B. Almost, I was about to say I almost want to say C. If, really? There's no separate Not category, really but like she's a C plus for yeah. sure. Like I would put her maybe above Wang and other motherfucker, but other motherfucker. I don't remember who else we put. Bruce I mean, literally, Mathis. Bruce, Mathis Bruce Mathis is the, the other motherfucker. Other. He drags literally. Else. What are you guys thinking? I would. Say yeah, C. C. Oh, whatever. I'll, I'll I'll fight for I'll fight later. You can and at the end of this, if we really really want to, we could order them in within their own categories. Oh yeah, that like makes sense. within the C like categories, this first, person's better. Yeah. This is gonna be our longest episode. Just because. Because. <laughs> figure out how to, how to do that. How to? Does anyone know set theory? No. Neither do I. <laughs> We don't know anything on this show. <laughs> I don't know shit about fuck. <laughs> Rickety cricket. Rickety God. cricket. Golden, Golden, Golden God. Absolutely. You can Holy watch shit. You could watch <laughs> all of It's Always Sunny in Philadelphia and only watch the cricket episodes and probably get a grasp on the entire series. That shit's great. You mean a fucking dog? Yeah. <laughs> 
<laughs> hey, can I smoke some PCP in you guys' bathroom? What about Domaniac? I love the maniac. He doesn't play a Rowdy Roddy Piper. If he gets anything below B here, I'm going to run. I was about to say, I'm leaning towards an A just because I think he's hilarious and he, he does show up a few different times and always plays his character well in the, uh, the gang fights for the troops. He's obviously hilarious. That's where he's introduced. And then what's the one where they're selling the berries? Uh, the Invigoron berries. Yeah. Invigoron. In that episode, he has me dying the entire time too. Cause he just plays the, the idiot and everyone's doubting him. And then in the end, if they would have just stuck with him, they would have, he would have made him all that money. I'm thinking a, if not golden God, that. just because rest in peace, rowdy, 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 rowdy. I have no, Yams. Input. you have no input. I don't so. remember this character. You don't remember the, the gang wrestles for the troops. I remember the gang wrestles for the troops. The maniac. With the, was he like the other wrestler? He's like, lives, he's like the professional the, one. like The, the one that got arrested that, and he was taken away in the police car? And he lives in his car? Yes. That's the thing? Yes. Yeah, okay, sounds familiar. What? How do you forget the Briefly maniac? ringing a bell. You're killing me. Whoa, Hams. I'm about to throw you off of the show here. <laughs> Forgetting the maniac? I don't know. Let's keep him at A then. I guess he's not as memorable as, a, as I'm saying. Yeah, All I right. guess not. Whatever. Hams. So up next, it's our oldest side character. Her mom was a lesbian and had an affair with Susan B. Anthony, I believe it was. Yeah. Uh, it's Gladys, the piano player. What is happening? Hard B. That, yeah, I don't know. I was almost going to say C, but... She's funnier than Huang. That's what I'm saying. Yeah, because all her lines are funny, but I don't think she's like that integral so right y'all feeling a b on yeah, on gladys hard b yeah i was about to say if anything she's like a b minus but we haven't gone that far yet next time Golden i'll come God. i'll come prepped with 40 categories, 40 categories. Yeah. we got a plus we a have minus. one category for each side character okay they're each in their own row <laughs> <laughs> we just do what the side characters that we're doing with the episodes put them just from on first appearance ranked <laughs> just based off <laughs> first appearance Uncle Jack, creepy Uncle Jack, Golden God, Golden God level, Fuck Mister Mister Little Hands. Nobody look! <laughs> oh my God! I mean, I did say on on Charlie got molested when we reviewed that. I said he basically made that episode slower. <laughs> just every baby. every line he says, his lip twitch. <laughs> every time they bring him on, he gets better. Golden God. I'm going with Golden God. Yeah. All right, guys, we got another golden god here. Mm. And I'd like to point out that the... Nazis him, get a D, but potential child molesters get golden god. That <laughs> I feel pity for his tiny that, hands. That's two of the the golden gods, they have one of my favorite scenes together when they're, they're talking about... I don't remember exactly what they're trying to defend, but they, they basically go and talk to each other for like maybe a minute, and he's like, "This guy's good. He won. He he lost the case." And like, they're trying. He's trying to defend Charlie for some reason. Yeah. And oh yeah, the with the lawyer. That's the same, yeah, that's the yeah. same episode that you guys are talking about. Because right after that is when they take the he's picture. He's like, "This guy's good. <laughs> Can yeah. I take a picture with him for my?" Yeah. And he's like, "No, put your hands over mine." <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah. There's too many good Uncle Jack moments. One of the McPoyle brothers. I I I have I'm of the opinion instant golden god for all McPoyles. They are my favorite side characters in the show. I thought that you were going to just do, um, like just have a, a, a image that says McPoyle on it for all the McPoyles. But if you want to break them up, I'm still willing to throw all of them up there. That's just my opinion. I think there when I when I originally thought that the format of this episode was just supposed to be season one, 
I was actually going to put Artemis as a golden god and the McPoyles as an A because I think that she's funnier in season one than just the McPoyles. But if we're taking the entire show into perspective, fuck the McPoyles, put those up there. Oh my god. I'm going to make the strange argument that Margaret McPoyle is funnier than her brothers just because she's never said anything. Yep. And she's never going to need to say anything. She's one of the funniest characters. So I'm going to argue that the McPoyle brothers should go on the A or B and and Margaret should go to Golden God or A. But that's uh, that's a heavy I, argument on my case. I think, on you, I, think, I think all of them for sure are, are A or better. I don't know that I would put all of them in the Golden God. I almost feel the opposite that you do actually, that the brothers are funnier than Margaret and I get why Margaret is that funny and I appreciate that type of humor. But to me, I love the jokes. I love the outlandish shit that gets said, uh, whatever. And her just being quiet and being there isn't as funny to me. We just got out of the shower. <laughs> oh, damn it. So, you got to bring up that quote. <laughs> damn it. So I think to to somewhat agree, we we should either put them all on A or just throw them all up in the Golden Gods. Kind of what Yams was saying. Just kind of group them together as the McPoyles as a family are. I'm going to fight Yams on this. I don't okay. think I don't think Margaret should be on the same level of them but if she does need to be on the same level of them then then a so for specifically this one was ryan or liam this is ryan right yeah we started with ryan so specifically but this kind of transformed into talking about all the the mcpoils yeah so we can just might as well rank them all while we're here right yeah i'm cool putting them all on a i think they're a characters i mean i'm not cool with that but whatever both of you are cool with it i mean I got. I agree. I think. Do, do we want to? Do we want to agree on our favorite McBoyle to throw him to a golden god and get a little representation for the McBoyles up there? Or uh, Liam, just he cool just looks that? like the dirtiest, sweatiest of all the three of them, all yeah. the time. I, like I said, I would agree with you. When I do brothers, think of but... sunny characters, I think of Liam McBoyle. I think of Artemis. So. Artemis didn't get Golden God, so I'm not backing down on this is my point. We're sitting here for another four hours, gentlemen. Fight to the death. No, I, I, I'm, I'm cool with putting them all in Golden God territory because you're right. They they are the characters of It's Always Sunny in Philadelphia. They're like probably the dirtiest, weirdest, creepiest, grossest characters, both physically and on the inside. And they only drink mother's milk. Mm-hmm. Only mother's milk. <laughs> mother's a cow. <laughs> So we're throwing all the McPoyles into Golden God territory? Yep, we're right. doing it. And does that um, grandfather in Royal McPoyle and Pappy McPoyle? Absolutely. And Grandfather's Larm. in the whole family. Ryan McPoyle. You just opened up <laughs> a whole McPoyle. level of hell on the Golden God tier. <laughs> well, now that we've populated it on the Golden God side, let's do a couple smaller characters here. Let's talk about Gail the Snail. Oh my God, I love Gail the Snail too. I don't, do? know, that, I don't know that I would put her at a Golden God Maybe an A. Definitely at least a B. Well, the thing about Gail the Snail's character is the gang is the most like the gang when they're around Gail the Snail. Because you have to berate her because she's so annoying. You have to salt her. Yeah, I think I'd give her a high B. I mean, she's not as funny as Artemis. So if we're keeping the scales the same... I don't think she's funny, though. So that's why I was going to say C, actually. Oh, really? See, I don't think she's funny. I think her presence, like you said, kind of makes the show and makes the gang funny. Like our other people we got here in the C-level. Carmen, Bruce Mathis, Huang the Landlord. 
they're not inherently funny, but their presence in the show She's is just mashing funny. it. <laughs> She's mashing it. <laughs> All right, I guess even I, that's a Danny DeVito quote. Yeah. yeah. That's that's a Frank quote. Yeah. So C or B guys, it's up to I you. I guess I guess to agree then C because it's not necessarily her that's being funny. It's kind of just they're using her to make the jokes and make yeah. themselves funny. Let's go for C. All right. Gail the Snail is at a C. What about Ben the Soldier? Speaking of the gang wrestles for the troops. Ben the Soldier. Jort Jorts. Jort Jorts. He's got Jorts. You're a, what is it? You're a mean person, D. <laughs> I think almost the same way a little bit. Like he's not as like nasty and disgusting. They don't hate him, but to me, it's kind of like his presence and the jokes they make about him or around him are better than the humor that he produces himself. He is a lot like Demaniac. I don't want to keep tying that episode together, but he is <laughs> a lot like Demaniac, where it's like his personality is inherently funny, and then when you make him react to the gang's antics. It's, it's even funnier. So I'd be willing to throw him on a or B just because, uh, I, I love all the episodes he's in for the most part. I definitely say B. I was about to say, I support the B. So it's yeah, going to be up to I'll you. Support the B. So let it be known. We gave uh pop, pop the Nazi a D and we gave Ben the American soldier a B. Not much better. <laughs> Not much better. <laughs> But a little better. <laughs> if this was schooling, he got 20% better on the test. <laughs> All right. Uh, I know I said I didn't want any characters that were only in one episode, but you cannot talk about side characters of Sonny without talking about Lil Kev. Sweet D's dating a retarded person. One of the first episodes I ever saw that made me realize, oh, this show is wild. I got, I got to throw Lil Kev some credit. I'm throwing him in the top half of the ranks. What do you guys think? I think it's almost the same situation. I think he's way funnier and he definitely plays his role. But I think the situation between D and Dennis counting the retarded things he does and doesn't do to try and prove whether or not he's actually retarded. I think that in and of itself was funny, funnier than anything he did, but he definitely played the character well enough that I honestly wasn't sure what was up with him. And he said, not a memorable character for me. Really? Another yeah, non-memorable character? Another non-memorable character. I mean, I can envision that one scene where they're in his house and, like, his mom's there and they're, like, walk, he's walking around with, like, the sideways cap and the extra mm-hmm. long hoodie, but I don't know. And they're making all the... the innuendos? Is, that's a bad word for it. They're, they're making all the the uh, comments, like, you must be so proud of him. He's overcome <laughs> he's so, so special. much. Yeah. So, I, so that's, special. that's point. That's a good point. So he's not necessarily funny, but the jokes they make based around it. I think he's a solid C with everybody else. Uh, that's what I was going to say. Make me an offer and I'll work off of that. Cause clearly I want to throw him up on make the top three. Offer. Let's do this pawn star style. Best I can give you is a D minus. Best I could give you is 20 cents. <laughs> I could, I could, as I'm looking at this right now, I could definitely put him at a B cause I could easily compare him to Gladys. I know I wasn't as fond of Gladys as you guys are, what is but happening? I could compare him to her and put him on, this, the I'd B settle level. for a B or C. What is happening? <laughs> yeah, I'd say B. B? Yeah. All right, little Kev. Going to a B. Little Kev, more like little B, am I right? Space <laughs> <laughs> <Stupid>. God. <laughs> Another one episode character that I feel like I have to mention. Country Mac. A. A. A? a, I was gonna say Golden God. I almost oh, want to. I don't think so. I almost want he's to. He's not that recurring enough he's, to be. Yeah, yeah. he that's dies. The, yeah, okay. that's the one yeah. thing that prevents it. But in a way, 
isn't that like a reason to put him in the golden god category they just introduce him and they're like all right we're gonna kill him off just kill him <laughs> off at the end of the episode like no because i think some of the yeah i don't know because they could have set it up for him to come back i don't necessarily they yeah. i don't necessarily think some of his funniest jokes are his like one of the funniest scenes i think about country mac is they're responding to him and comparing him to regular Mac or like <laughs> when he just falls off the motorcycle and it's like, yeah, he's been, uh, he's been drinking a lot all day. <laughs> so what are you guys thinking? A. I, yeah, I, I think a, a? Yeah. all right. Uh, I, I'll, I'll, I'll let it happen just because our golden God section is already so populated with the McPoyles. This is where we're showing the love for the show. This is not, this not no scores. The golden god tier. Talking talking about the characters and putting them in golden god tier. Max father, Luther. Golden god. Yes. Golden See you god. soon, son. See you real soon. <laughs> oh, I wasn't gonna kill you, son. <laughs> but, but now I am. <laughs> um I think the stories around Luther are are pretty funny. Um I don't know. As far as Luther as a character goes, I like seeing their responses to to stuff he says, not necessarily like what he brings dialogue wise to the show. I I think he's great. I'm going to say Golden God. It's up to you guys. Yeah, I'm for sure saying Golden God. I'm differing again. I want want to put this one in the A slot. You guys threw Country Mac to the A, but you're not going to immortalize Country Mac in the Golden God spot? If, if, like, Yams was saying, if Country Mac had come back, even maybe a second or third time, a ghost, that might have been enough. Yeah, it Dude, might this be show enough. is still going. Do not dis- <laughs> do Country not Mac discount ghost. the the gang finds the ghost of Country Mac. If they bring if they bring Country Mac back in any way, we can absolutely reiterate, this, reassess, this, yeah, reassess. There you go. Reiterate is not the right word. Reassess this and put him to a golden god. But I definitely one thousand percent would put Luther over Artemis. In my personal opinion, Oof. I'm not willing to go that far, but I think Luther is a golden god. Well, that's what you're insinuating. If you put him above Artemis, Country Mac, and can you relax there? Social activism, Andrew. I'm not insinuating anything. I'm not. Insinu- <laughs> just saying, if if Luther means that much to you, <laughs> all right, I'll, I'll put him in there for you guys. I'll put Luther on the golden god tier. Our next two side characters are the Ponderosas. We got Maureen Ponderosa and we got Bill Ponderosa. You guys want to take these two separately? I think, I think they're two. Maureen wild. ranks higher than Bill in Absolutely. my schema with her dead tooth. Although Bill is pretty funny with the whole, uh, you know, I'm just going to end my whole life or whatever. When he shows up in the car, what is that? Frank's day of life where he's like, get in. Yeah. <laughs> I'd put him on the same. I, I think they're both equally funny. Although I will say a couple of episodes that Marines in are my least favorite of the entire show. So I don't know. Maybe I'd put Bill above Maureen. Really? I don't know. You yeah. don't think the one where they go to her house? She's spending all my money on being a cat. <laughs> no, see, that's funny. And then when they're back in court with her and he's using the laser pointer to get her. Can to- I just get in? Uh, can I get on the docket for alimony? <laughs> <laughs> that's not so- how this works. <laughs> So I think once again, this is a character that we love because of what comes from her, not necessarily like what she does mm-hmm. herself, like what comes from the gang based on her being there and her situation. So you want to give her a B and Bill an A? I kind of, I almost still I, put him on the same level, but I still don't necessarily think I would go higher than a B. B's for the uh, Bondarosas. 
B's for the Bondarosas. Mm-hmm. I was gonna argue A, but I I can see B, just because they're not as. Uh, I was about to say they're not as hard hitting as like country Mac when they're in an episode, like country Mac, when he's in that episode, you know, that's like, it's, it's about him. Yeah. When, when the Ponderosas show up, they're funny antidote, like, like the McPoyles. So I'd argue they're like, if you guys are both ganged up on the B, I'll take the, the two to one loss. I personally am not a huge fan of the Ponderosas. Really? Yeah. Hmm. Like I said, I, I like what comes from them. If anything, I like Bill's humor a little more. I kind of agree with Brandon. Like, I kind of am annoyed when Maureen's there, but it's funny because... I think that fucking turning into a cat shit's hilarious. She's not not funny. Right. That's hilarious. I'm not saying that. I'm saying right now, we need to focus on... <laughs> <laughs> I understand that all Ponderosas are funny, but right now we need to focus on Bill Ponderosa. Jesus. <laughs> Wild. Anyways, yes. Bill Ponderosa. Um, like I said, I would give him the edge slightly if I had to because he makes jokes to me that are funnier. It's not necessarily, oh, we're making fun of him or we're making fun of Maureen for being a cat and being this crazy lady. It's kind of like him actually being funny and being this goofy laid-back guy. So you want to give Bill a B and Maureen a C? If oh, anything, yeah. Ooh, that sounds good to me. It is what it is. Yeah, take your loss on this one. You've been pushing me around this whole segment. <laughs> Fuck you, yams. I fucking hate yams. I don't even eat yams. So do I. I've actually never really eaten a yam. Same. Have you eaten any of these foods you said you've been? I've eaten bad soup. Oh, God. This is your fault. <laughs> I'm excited to see how this one goes. So Mac's dad is in the Golden God category. What about Mrs. Mac? B. What about Mrs. McDonald? B? Yeah, I, I mean, don't really say anything. Yeah, she's she's <clears throat> not, yeah, she's kind of just there. It's kind of her actions are funny. Don't get me wrong, but maybe even C. And you know, <clears throat> it's it's a shame because she was so funny in Napoleon Dynamite, like twenty years ago, came out or whatever. But I don't know if you've ever seen Napoleon Dynamite. I've seen Napoleon Dynamite. I have no idea who she is in that movie. She's Napoleon's grandma. Oh, that's she. Hilarious. She breaks her coccyx at the sand dunes. <laughs> that's hilarious. But I she, never knew that. She's freaking hilarious in that movie. I yeah. wish they used her more dialogue wise. But I, you know, I get why she's just the crotchety old character. So we're saying C, C or B. Yeah, I, I I'd say C. Just to, just because at this point, saving the D spot for the Nazi in the show just really feels right. So I'd go C on it. But I could understand if you want to go for that's a fine. D. I mean, spoiler alert, At the when we do a recap at the end, I think we should move Carmen to the D. Pun intended? Oh! oh. <laughs> Jesus. Um, so, I, would, I would agree with the C, I think. Yeah, before we get to that, yeah. C? C. All right, C for Mrs. Mack. The most reoccurring side character of them all, Charlie's wife in real life, it is the waitress. I almost want to give her the the golden goddess up there with everyone else, uh, the golden god. I don't think she's that funny but, on her But, own. like, that's all I was about to say. I almost want to, I almost, based on what we're arguing with the other characters, have to knock it down to an A because she is funny, but most of the jokes are just because she's there and who she is, not her being funny in and of itself. But she is arguably the most reoccurring character of all. Yeah, but yeah. not that funny, though. What were I you mean, thinking, Yams? No, no, no hate to um, Allison Landry, Sarah Jessica Parker. Yep, Sarah Jessica it? Parker plays <laughs> but, the waitress. Um, I just don't think that she's, you know, 
that that funny. I don't know. I don't know. I mean, based on how we've judged the other characters, I can see how my love for her maybe is just her presence and the the funny connection that in real life Charlie and her are married and how that ties into the show of, in and of itself. So like maybe that's a little outside and extra judging her on her character. So like I'd be willing to nudge a little bit on this one if you guys are. Yeah, I say A or B. I definitely don't think Golden God. I mean, she doesn't ever have me on the floor like the McPoyles yeah. or Uncle Jack or Cricket or Luther. Uh, when I watch the gang goes to Jersey Shore for the first time and she tells Charlie that she was on ecstasy and that's why she was so into him the night before, that that had me on the floor. But that was like once as yeah. opposed to all these other Golden God characters have uh, gotten me a couple times. Why did that have you on the floor? Just because I was like that one time, I don't know why I was so invested in that episode. I was like, oh my God, they're finally going to change up her character. They're going to yeah, whatever. And then just oh, cancel it out right at the very end. I love it when they do that. I'm a sucker for when that kind of stuff happens in the show where it really seems like there's about to be some change and then just kind of nope. So a, yeah. I mean, if you guys can agree on an a, I'm definitely cool with the a, a for the waitress. I mean, a. Why not? And so we will close it out. Uh, after the waitress, we're going to talk about the waiter from Gugino's slash the airline slash Wherever he runs into him again, it's the reoccurring waiter whose life they manage to ruin every time they run into him. What do we give the waiter? I'd either say an A or a B because he's not that intrinsically funny like the lawyer is intrinsically funny in himself because he's, you know, a lawyer and he's got good comebacks. Whether this guy's like, you guys ruined my life, <laughs> tie his shoes together. I think the funniest part of him is the fact that now they have two waitstaff characters that they have not named. The waiter and the waitress. And because that's one of the funniest things about him, I'm going to go ahead and argue that the waiter should end up on the C category. It's great that he's a punching bag, but he just, I don't think he brings anything. I just think, I think B probably, because the way he responds to them, I think is funny enough. Yeah, I think he has a few good lines. He's definitely a B or a C. I don't know. I'm torn on this one. You guys might have to fight this one out. I don't because his a lot of his lines don't stand out to me, so maybe I'm, I have to lean more towards a C. Yeah, the only thing that stands out, as far as his character goes, is when he's pointing out that they don't remember him. Oh. And even then, that's not my favorite like thing the gang does. Like you know, there's the reoccurring jokes with them. The fact they don't remember him, that's not that funny to me. If both of you vote C, then it's C. All right, waitress gets an A, waiter gets a C, and I think that is going to close it up for us there so you can check out these tier rankings on our instagram and twitter move and carmen sub- to a d she's not funny she's not ever funny <laughs> not once move carmen to a d why are we moving carmen to a d she's not funny it's not ever funny once not even once is she funny i mean i can't necessarily argue that she's not funny by herself i think I, they just played off her well so i mean I think Carmen has brought some of the funniest plots in the show because Carmen's in the show. I, I'm going to stand firm on keeping Carmen at a C. I don't know. Donnie, do you want to stand firm on it? Because if it's two against one, we can I mean, just say screw Yang. I just I don't want to compare him to a character that 
was a Nazi. Yeah, how's that gonna look? The dish of the day wants the Nazi and the transgender the character. Is this why we don't? We can't know your name. You support Nazis. <laughs> Jesus. Not all of us has the gift of being anonymous. <laughs> but yeah, I, I still don't think that she's anywhere near as bad as Pop Pop could have been as a character, even regardless of like the Nazi stuff. Pop Pop really didn't do or say much ever, and I, I I'm satisfied with this where it's at. We can, we can agree maybe that uh, Carmen's at the lowest section of that C. She's mm-hmm. like a C minus. Mm-hmm. She got like a 69.8. We rounded her up. We rounded her up. Okay, yeah. Do you guys want to go tier by tier now? You guys want to... <laughs> Oof, I think that's a bit too in-depth. I think I think we should leave this and maybe get some feedback and maybe... Yeah, get some feedback. Adjust if enough people really disagree or dive, dive deeper if enough people want to hear more about it. <laughs> All right, so that's what we're going to do. We are going to save this as it is. And what you need to do now, having listened to this episode, one, subscribe on Spotify or Google Podcasts or Apple Podcasts. Two, leave us a five-star rating in Apple Podcasts. I rate you! Yes, because we are a five-star podcast. Five-star five star podcast. podcast! You rate me, I rate you! Lastly, I need you to head on over to Twitter and Instagram and check out this tier ranking list. Follow us on Twitter and Instagram at AlwaysSunnyPod. Take a look at it. Let us know. Did did we need to put Carmen in the D category next to Pop Pop? Did the waitress need to be in the Golden Goddess category? Uh, let us know. Twitter and Instagram at AlwaysSunnyPod and our subreddit r AlwaysSunnyPod where you can find the list of lists, our full rankings of each episode that we have done so far. And like I said, guys, season two is coming this July. We got three episodes to kick it off. And man, am I excited. So follow us on Spotify. Follow us on Apple Podcasts, Google Podcasts, five-star rating. And uh, we will see you guys in another couple weeks for a little more Jabroni Talk ramping up for season two. Love you. Bye. Rum Ham and Wild Cards is produced and edited by Braden Pleggencool. This episode was written and hosted by Braden Pleggencool, Donnie Crunkleton, and The Dish of the Day.